stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided success for entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we backed it up a bit and talked about incorporating structure and growth plans with an organizational chart and the value of going through that exercise, even when just starting your business. This week, we're pulling it all together for the month that we've covered the topic of hiring. We started with the notion that passion and succinct direction are some of the foundation of good hiring, and it is a critical process that you, as the business owner, creator, leader, understands and emulates who you are as an organization, be able to describe what makes your organization special, and be able to recognize what talent fits with your company culture. And this has a tremendous amount to do with your why. We talked about the importance of intuition or that gut feeling as a piece of the hiring process. And that the first thing to consider, whether it's your first or 10th hire, is to define clearly the expectations of what that role will do and what qualifications are required. Is it a master's degree, experience in years, communication skills, etc.? And that work results in a position profile or a job description. Then we talked about the importance of consistency in your hiring practices, having processes and procedures in place, and that the devil is in the details for not only creating good process and procedures, but also from a compliance lens. Consistency, fairness, and process is what will keep you focused and compliant. Remember, if you are simply liking the one candidate that was more dynamic than another, and that's your entire basis for hiring, it's not objective, measurable, and may not be relevant to the job. When you create a process for hiring, you are charting the journey of the candidate and your company. And this is important for how your organization is viewed. How do you want employees or potential employees to think about you? How do you want their experience with your organization to be? What kind of environment do you want? If you haven't spent the time or hired someone to spend the time to craft a process that will be attractive to potential employees or partners and create a fair evaluation platform, you may be doing far more damage as word gets out if you, as an organization, seem unorganized, haphazard, uncaring, or worse. It's just for applicants, you say? Nope, that gets to your customers as well. So the process might include those specifics, such as the candidate fills out an application, screened for meeting those minimums and desired qualifications from the description, inviting those that qualify to an interview, with a standard set of questions used for that position and interview, and the remaining process. How many conversations or exposures basically for you to make a decision? Offers are extended via email, mail, or phone call. And then there is also the hiring paperwork that should follow as well as notifying those that applied that have not been selected. Even if you are screening for a contract position or outsourcing, this process is a core component to assess individuals for the role you're seeking to fill. Ultimately, the process itself, whatever you decide, is documented as your hiring process. It's simply documenting the process you follow to make a hire in your organization. 
For all parts of the hiring process, the caveat emptor is really important for a legal review to ensure you're following state and federal laws and review any contracts you might create. So the process is not just about compliance. It's about getting good at identifying what you need for your organization. And lastly, we loop back to structure and growth plans with an organizational chart as helpful in building and designing structure and gaining clarity for your organization. This is helpful in determining what you may need in the future or presently and what kind of reporting relationships you visualize you want to have in your organization. And most entrepreneurs starting out aren't necessarily thinking about a formal structure in the beginning. However, there are benefits of doing so early on. One of those is this is an element to a formal business plan. So if you're seeking funding, investors, partners, you will need a business plan and an organizational chart is a component of that. The reality is most entrepreneurs don't start with a formal business plan, but rather run a bit by the seat of their pants and fill in the gaps as they go. And that can and has absolutely worked. But you may want to consider all the hiring process and tools we've covered this month as adding value to your organization in being prepared, more well-defined, and gain clarity on your mission. So even if you're not at the point to consider hiring, the exercises are worthy. And if you find that you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with the numbers of your business, maybe you don't know where the money is going, or you simply dread looking at the numbers of your business, the Financial Roadmap for Entrepreneurs course is open for you. And as a reminder for my listeners, I offer the 21% off of Financial Roadmap for Entrepreneurs course in honor of an amazing 2021, which I love to think of as 202WON. I did borrow that from Pitbull and certainly want you to have a fabulous 2021. I'm Sheila T. And until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.